2: It's that time again, Matt Connerton, Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM. In downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. Streaming at WMNHradio.org. And on the Facebook, on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And of course you can also go to my website, MattConnerton.com for all of your live streaming options. Social media links, contact info, show archives, etc. Hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Uh, Today is Tuesday, August 10th. 2021 and uh, i'm not alone my friends there he is at the news desk uh, applauding quietly uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, e- E-Z-G, boy, Eric a lot of
3: uh, people that you uh blast off at the beginning of the show that's, that's good for you right
2: yes a lot of people to blast off
3: what's the tomorrow radio what's that about
2: oh they're they're in ireland
3: how did you get a contact to them or
2: did they contact you? They con they come to me, uh, EZG. These wow. uh, these international people. They come to me. Well the internet is worldwide. They come to me. I am the big guy. You know is what world- I mean? It's worldwide. Yes. That's yeah. the uh international did, did you do you know sign language? No. We that's actually the sign for worldwide.
3: We don't oh really? We don't Yeah. We don't Do that again. Right just there. for
2: people watching online yeah that's uh we that's worldwide and language we
3: don't associate with uh, manchester we're all over the world all
2: over the world oh, wow yes isn't that amazing
3: it is very exciting yes
2: well it's you know it's it's the internet
3: yeah
2: world <laughs> Wide web worldwide web yes. Oh, we got a
3: phone call already
2: we do i do want to finish introducing our guests so of course amanda mccarthy is here on the couch hello amanda welcome back hello and uh tom is here as well hello Oh, I gotta pull you down. A wow. You're loud. Oh, and, wow. All right. No, your voice carries. That's a good thing. And uh, we have a call right off the bat. Let's grab this call. Oh, nobody there. Uh, um, and Tom, we were talking before the show. Uh, you've been here before, just not on my show. Uh, you were on the morning show with Peter White at one point with Amanda, correct?
4: Yes, I was on the morning show, and then there was like an evening one we did with. Um,
3: uh, oh,
5: with
4: uh, Rob Asavito,
5: Great yes. State of Mind.
3: That's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. You were on the yep. Weekly Dion a while back too. Yes. Oh wow! I think
5: I've you've think been on I'm, all the shows here. I've made the rounds. <laughs>
3: Every
2: everything everything at WMNH except for uh, off the mark sports. Yeah, he,
3: he would definitely like to have you on sometime. He, he does music too. That guy, He's filled in for you
2: on Kyle's show.
3: No, uh, I'm sure he filled in for Rob as a veto. He Acevedo. filled in for Rob as a veto. Yeah, he likes the music. Yeah. So maybe yes. Next time you're in town, you can reach out to him. He, so
5: he, if I went on the sports show and sang the national anthem, I'd be on all the shows.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that would all, work. Even I haven't <laughs> been on all the shows yet. Right. That's the only one I'm missing is Rob's.
2: Oh, okay, yes, yes. And uh, also too, uh, in the studio with us. He's not in front of a mic, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Mike Sutterth is here. He'll be with us for the uh, <laughs> he'll be with us in the uh, second hour for his uh, weekly Tweakonomics segment. I but will. I, I yes. All uh, oh, right, EZG invited you, yes, yes. Very good, very good. Um, well, Amanda, so what's uh? We haven't seen you here for when was the, when was the last time? It was about a probably over a year ago, right? It's been at least a year, I think.
5: Yeah, I I want to say just over a year.
2: And you're living in uh, Nashville, correct? Yes. But you're up here visiting and touring. You do this full time now, right? You're a full time musician.
5: Yes, thank God. Um, I went to Tennessee, and I you know before I got really situated down there, I had to pick up you know, whatever jobs I could find. But I am back to full-time music, which is the life I know. So I'm very grateful.
2: Yeah, fantastic. You have a show tonight, actually, right? Not tonight. Oh,
5: no. Oh. I do uh, tomorrow and Thursday, and then I'm gone.
2: Our entertainment reporter misinformed me. Oh, whoops. Yeah, you really...
3: I thought you had a show tonight.
5: No, you really oh, blew right. it this
2: time, E Z G. What kind of an entertainment? Oh, I see, wow. you know what the problem is. You don't have your big uh, orange binder with you. Your yeah, big true. orange folder. But on Friday, you're going to have your tablet, correct? Yeah, yeah, I got to get it first. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You yeah, know, E Z G. Angela going to help me. With oh, that. good. Good. Yes. That way know,
3: I'm all set with the password.
2: Yes. You know, Eric always mentions your show dates in the uh, entertainment report. Of course, if he gets them wrong, really, what good is it?
3: Wow. Another, yeah, <laughs> true.
2: another, another phone call. Wow. <laughs> uh, we have a call. we'll, uh, we'll grab this. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this?
6: Hi, Matt. This is Ron. Hello, gang. Hey, Easy. You got to move your microphone to the left or to the right because I can't see your face. So as you can see, your microphone. Uh, and Amanda, <laughs> holy cow! <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, all I ever hear is your name through Easy, so I don't know much about you. And I, I do like country music as much as I like all music, but I don't know if you've got CDs out there or something. I'd purchase one. And I also no. want to ask you: Is Neither do you have a video or anything?
2: Well, hang on, Ron. I'm just I'm just learning. They don't have. Uh, yeah, you got a. There's there's a volume knob. I I didn't realize uh, you didn't have volume in the uh, headphones there. Oh
3: wait, hang on. I I, I found it. Uh, yeah. now I hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you Ron. He'll still, still clue you in. So he knows all about her
6: stuff, obviously. Yeah. Say 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 that. No, it... I, Amanda. I just had to say I was like so impressed. If you I don't know if you're, selling CDs or albums or any of that stuff yet. But I mean I would buy your music. That's how impressed I was. And I was also asking, because I don't know how established you are, if, you have, uh, if you've made any videos or anything.
5: I, so I'm currently out of physical CDs, but I do have albums out. Uh, they're on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and Google Play and pretty much any online music store you can find my music at. And uh, it has been quite – I've never made, like, a real professional, like, music video. I've made some, like, DIY music videos – um,
2: There's some lyric videos on YouTube, right? Of, yeah. Of some of your songs. Are you yeah. Yeah, you
3: subscribe to your YouTube channels? And Ron can do the same
5: thing. Yes. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have a lot of live videos up there, um, some lyric videos of my music, and uh, a few covers as well. Uh, if you go to youtube.com slash Amanda Mick Music or just type in my name, you can subscribe there.
6: Yeah, you like that? Let me ask you something. One, one more question, and then I'll leave you go. Um, since you're out there in Nashville, have you ever heard of Chandra LaPlume? She makes country music videos? I have not. No? Okay. Uh, she is, she happens to be my cousin, and um, oh. she makes all professional ones. I mean, she has got married at Reba McIntyre's Ranch, you know. She oh. wow. does them all, but, you know, they're huge. I mean, I, I think last time I spoke to her, which has been a while, you know, they're starting at 140000 and they took her all over the world. But uh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. So, uh, I think you're. Uh, I told Eric. I said, you, you know, Eric, you better go put a ring on that finger. Oh better hurry God. up.
2: <laughs> oh, no. well, I think I think Tom might have something to say yeah, about that. Yeah,
3: that. that's Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: I know. Well, you know, he can do the rock paper scissors with Tom and win oh. a take off. Oh my no. goodness! Wow.
7: All right. All right. Thank you.
6: What Ron. a pleasure to hear your voice. You're incredible. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs>
3: Bye-bye. All
2: right. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call, Ron. All
3: right. Well, yeah, Ron calls all the shows. He's yes. Our, our most famous caller now. I think he's better than me now. Yes, yes. Yeah,
2: we we should clarify: the two of you are uh, you're together, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very so, much so. So, uh, so I, I'm
4: honestly surprised someone didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, Ron is a new caller, so. Okay.
3: He knows nothing about you guys.
2: Oh, I thought you meant you were surprised Eric didn't know that. Oh, you, no, no, you no, know
3: Eric's known that for well, a while. Tom's microphone is really loud.
4: Yeah,
2: no, it's it's just uh, I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, well, uh, would you uh, would you like to play something for us? sure oh by the way i do love that song tijuana and i think that's what ron was referring to I, I like the uh the line where you said something about you can't roll your r's is that true or is that just a line in the song
5: it is true i cannot roll my r's no one wants to hear me try
2: i can't either <laughs> neither,
4: neither can i are we is that 100 percent of the room that can't do it
2: i can't uh i don't know eric you probably can't right it just seems like something you wouldn't be able to do do what roll your r's
3: roll your r's yeah I really thought mm-hmm.
2: about it. I took, I took, uh, when I took Spanish in high school, uh, my Spanish three teacher said we had to be able to roll our R's to pass the class and oh, I could man. never do it. Turned oh, out it was a bluff. I passed anyway, but barely. But,
4: uh, <laughs> but yeah, That's why I took French.
2: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> if I haven't attempted, I, I sound like I'm having a stroke, like, or <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Literally
5: same. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Matt, <laughs> yeah. I got
3: a good question there. Uh, yes. The, uh, the, uh, I was wondering if uh, you or uh, Amanda or Thomas ever played in Canada? I always like to ask magicians that. Oh,
5: I, I have played
3: in Canada. Yes. No, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool.
5: I've played in Toronto and I've played in Nova Scotia.
3: Wow. How long ago was that?
5: Uh, Toronto was Thanksgiving of 2018. And Nova Scotia was a while ago. I want to say 2013.
3: Uh-huh. Didn't we do
4: something hmm. in Montreal, too?
5: Did we play in? Oh, yeah. We yep, did play we in did. Montreal. Yeah, we played in Montreal. How, yes. did,
3: how did that happen? Cause, you know, of course, going back and forth, it only opened today. So how, <laughs> how, how, how did that happen? Canada, uh, the door.
5: Um, those were more like low key, like kind of just sign up to play things. Um, they weren't like grand big shows, but
3: they reached out to you.
5: Uh, no, I just kind of showed up and played some music, but I made fans. So I guess it counts. Oh, wow. There you go.
3: There you <laughs> wow. go. That's really cool. Absolutely. I got a question too about the Uh, April Christmas long haul. It, it, when, when's that album going to get released? Has there been a delay on that?
5: She's working on it. Um, COVID obviously put. everything... Oh, right, I know
3: she's had trouble with her health lately.
2: We should we should clarify why you're asking about that, Eric, because you have a you have a song on that with her, or you you co wrote a song on it? Is that correct?
5: So Tom and I and two other writers, uh, we wrote a song called "The Long Haul," back in 2018, and I knew I loved the song, but I knew I probably wasn't gonna release it. Uh, so I showed it to April Cushman, and she loved it. She put it on her album. She named her album after it, which. Um, i'm still dumbfounded about but like in the good way yeah um it's been really awesome to see the process unfold
2: oh that's amazing yeah,
3: so can we hear that song
5: please is that the one you, you want me to play it oh, no. i like
3: that song oh. i can play it all right cool yeah let's hear I've it heard april sing it i've heard you sing it once and now i can hear you sing it again please. all right sure.
2: all right very good yeah whenever you're ready amanda go for it i, I haven't heard this uh, song yet so this will be uh, this
5: will be great. So, for anyone listening on the air. This is called The Long Haul. Uh, If you do like what you hear, look it up under April Cushman, not me, because I just wrote it. She is the artist who released it.
8: She's a big fish in a small town. She reels a in. She takes a bite.
2: that I love that now so I have to ask you so you said so you wrote that did you write that with her you said or so
5: I actually wrote this song uh, the first time I ever went to Nashville Uh, it was me Tom and then uh, two other songwriters Christian Veach and Crystal Polychronous and uh, we wrote the song and we had a demo made of it and uh, for anyone who knows my music like I'm kind of country but I'm not like country country yeah and that song was definitely country country and i i knew it was such a strong song i just knew it wasn't like mine to release but um obviously That's... that song was written about like the music industry and grinding yeah. and me and april were very similar in that regard we work hard and we know that it doesn't just be handed to us and one day it clicked that i should uh show her the song and she loved it and she rolled with it
2: yeah well, I'm glad now we have a recording of you doing it because I, I really like it, and I, I like it with your voice. And it, but her is her version isn't out yet, right? Or it is. It is. Oh, it is out. Uh,
5: the album is not out yet, but uh, oh. she has a few singles out, and that's one of them.
2: Gotcha. That is one of them. Okay. That might. That, maybe that's why it sounded a little familiar to me. No, but I love it. That's uh, that's a great song. Um, so what, what has been going on? So you move. How long have you been in Nashville now?
5: I'm approaching a year. Actually, funny enough, I'll still be here, but Thursday will be one year in Nashville.
2: I think, um, yeah, because I think when you were here the last time, you hadn't made the move yet or you had just, or maybe you were in the process of moving. I think
5: I was just about to.
2: You were just about to, yeah, yeah. So um, how's it been as far as just, you know, I mean, that's obviously a very different place than New Hampshire in a lot of ways. I mean, how's the adjustment been or, or has it been an adjustment?
5: As a musician, it's perfect. As a person, like if you take music out of the equation, I don't know if I'm a Tennessee person. Really? Really? Yeah. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I miss the ocean and I miss good seafood. But um, for music, it's perfect. And, you know, I really thought that going down there would be harder. Yeah. Not to say I'm like famous or anything because I'm definitely not, but... Um, I think a lot of musicians left during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. now that things are coming back and I'm there and so many have left, it's um, given me a lot of room for opportunity I didn't think I'd have so quickly, and right. I'm, I'm very just bewildered and grateful for
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Was it um, was it scary kind of making that transition into, uh, because you hadn't done this until after you'd moved down there, right into, you know, just diving in full-time, being a musician, and touring and everything
5: it was it was definitely an adjustment because up here i'd been a full-time musician since i was you know 18 years old i'd have a job here and there but yeah um that that was the life i knew and you know i went down there and my savings got me by for a few months um i worked the christmas season at target and then um on new year's day they laid off all of the seasonal employees oh no kidding so i started 2021 being laid off and then I did a stint at an auto auction. I took images of cars and then like I just blinked and the whole music industry was back and mm.
4: I just dived back in full time.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tom, uh, how about you? How's this all been for you?
4: So I'm actually a full-time performing musician for the first time like ever, really. Because um, yeah. when I first moved uh, to New Hampshire with Amanda in 2019, I was a full-time musician but I was teaching lessons and like, uh, between gigs and lessons, I just wasn't cutting it, so I got a day job with the company that um, what owns the uh, auto auction. Yeah. So when I moved down to Tennessee with her, um, they were able to transfer me down to that auction, um, and I actually worked there for about what was it, eight months. But then once once Nashville opened up, I was able to get enough gigs where I could just drum like the whole time, and I was able to finally you know achieve a dream of becoming full-time just playing drums all day. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I was able to do 44 shows in July, and that number was unfathomable to me, like, (laughs) you know, two months (laughs) before that. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. You That's know what? Great. Like if if this is what I get paid to do, this is what I want. So Good for you. <laughs> Thank you.
2: So you, you so obviously you drum for other are, are you also in a band or
4: so I'm a freelance drummer. I mean I'm primarily Amanda's drummer, but whenever Amanda has acoustic stuff or you know, if the schedule dies down, I also do freelance work for other people. So yeah. if anyone's listening that wants a drummer, feel free to hit me up, even though I'm not living in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also, I mean, I also do songwriting. Like Amanda mentioned, I helped uh, write "The Long Haul," and Amanda and I have done other songs together. So, yeah, you know, I, I know. try to, I, I try to be as versatile as I can. Wow. I, didn't,
3: I didn't know that you were a songwriter
4: too. Wow. Yeah, pull that mic up. Oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't know you were a songwriter. How
3: long has that been going on?
4: I've, I mean, I've been writing songs since high school, off and on. Really? Wow. Um, I've never, I've never d- dove in into it as much as Amanda has, but I've always tried to, like, you know, at least keep a foot in there, just trying to, like. Maintain experience writing, and I feel like um, in Nashville, like I, I feel like co-writing is a really good tool, just because in Nashville, like people love to write with each other, yeah. And you learn so much doing that, yeah. Um, so like ever since I moved, a lot of the writing I've done has been pretty much exclusively co-writes. So, wow,
3: wow. I didn't know that. Wow,
4: yeah,
2: very cool. Uh, if you're just joining us uh, here on Matt Connerton Unleashed, uh, Amanda McCarthy is with us in studio, and Tom, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Shubsta. Shubsta. Yes. Okay, Tom Shubster of course, is here. And
3: uh, EZG,
2: our entertainment reporter, is at the news desk. Yeah, I,
3: I got something funny to say. The uh, I remember, <laughs> You do? Yeah, uh, reading one of your posts, Amanda. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. Cause it's, well, you, you probably saw it. This lady I never heard of, she says, uh, either it was before the gig or after the gig, she posted it on your page. She said, "Guys," she says, I can't believe it. She says, I'm playing with Amanda McCarthy. I don't know if you saw that post. you see so many? Oh. I know you can't see them all.
5: I, I don't know if I saw that one.
3: Yeah, it was posted on your, one of your shows. And uh, you were saying that a while back you, that you uh, you get a show ready at one of the uh, stops. Is that true? Huh? You get the gig going, you sign people up. Or am I mixing that all up? I
2: don't, I, I don't oh, know. Like, if, uh, um, do you understand the question, Amanda? Because I don't.
5: Like touring with <laughs> other artists? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I think I've read on your page that, that one of your stops in Nashville that you set it up the, the gig that night and you call people up.
5: Oh, like my writer's rounds? Yeah. Yes. That was some
3: lady that that Ah. on that night. She said, I can't believe uh, uh, that Amanda called me up and I sang with her and she was very excited.
5: Oh.
2: Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. The writer's round.
5: So they like exist sort of up here, but like not really. But down in Nashville, something that's really common is three, four writers will be on stage at the same time and they'll be sitting all in a line and they'll go down the line and take turns performing different songs and it's just a whole different experience to listening to songwriters. And I think it just makes it a lot more special and collaborative. Yeah. And um, anyone who knows me up here knows that, like, I've always been interested in kind of holding the music community together and helping other musicians. Yeah. And that's something I wanted to bring to Nashville. And, I again, I didn't think I'd have the chance to do that as quickly as I did, being a newbie there, but... I was given the chance to start holding writers events and I didn't expect the interest I got. I didn't think anyone would want to, you know, just come play with some new kid. But huh. turns out a lot of people just love to perform their songs. And yeah,
2: that's awesome. I
5: ended up scoring a weekly gig and I do it under the name Nashville Writers Collective. Okay. Because I just feel like that sounds cooler than Amanda McCarthy
2: Songwriter no, I, Night. Yeah, No, so. that, that's awesome. That's awesome. We have a call. We'll grab this. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hello? Oh, no, the
3: Phantom. It's the Phantom. Nobody there? Probably. Dun, dun, dun. I, I this question. is
4: your car's extended warranty. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you. Or,
3: you were, or, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Amanda or Tom. Now, I know around, around here, they probably uh, have you do a lot of covers, but I bet down Nashville is different, right?
5: Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, it's not? So, there's more opportunity for original music.
3: Oh, good. I really like that stuff. But,
5: um, you know, the stuff that's paying my bills is still primarily cover-based. Which really? is fine. I'm used to that. That's no big adjustment for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, all, right, all right, cool. Yeah, that was a good question, Eric. Well done.
3: That was right. a good question. I didn't even
2: write it down this time. I know, right? Yeah, you're good. Getting... I, I
3: thought about writing down some some stuff, but I guess, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna not do that today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, very good. Amanda, would you like to play another song for us?
3: Sure.
5: All
2: right, you're getting a lot of love in the uh, Facebook live chat, by the oh. way. Every, everyone's digging it. Uh, but, Hello to uh,
5: everyone on Facebook. I can't see the comments, but
2: yes, yes. I'm a- glad
5: they're good. <laughs> Actually,
2: let's uh, we have a call. Let's, let's let's grab this. Somebody might have a question for you.
5: Hi, welcome to Matt
2: Connerton Unleashed. Who's this?
6: Matt, Ron, one more time, and Not- I can take the answer off here. Sure. Um, Eric sort of touched on it. I was going to ask her if she had enough men- material that maybe someday she could take on the big venues. And I also was wondering if she's ever been or does she ever go to the Grand Old Opry? Oh, okay. Oh, All right, oh. we'll
2: let uh, we'll let her answer that. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.
3: That was a good question.
2: Yeah, so, you, you must have... An, I mean, you've got a lot of material, right?
5: I definitely have enough material, um, and obviously it's constantly improving. I like to think some of the stuff that you might hear in the upcoming months is my better material. Um, I actually did just go to the Grand Ole Opry. I did not perform there, but my brother did. Um, if anyone knows my history. Um, my brother has always been my lead guitar player. Uh, we're both musical. We're about the same age. We pretty much grew up together playing music. And uh he moved to Nashville uh shortly after I did and almost immediately he got a chance to audition to be Clay Walker's guitar player. Oh yeah. And uh they just played at the Grand Ole Opry and Oh nice. I actually flew back to Nashville for one day because I did not want to miss that show. Yeah. How'd it go? It was amazing. It was so cool. All
4: oh, people? yeah. Uh, sold out. Yeah. No
3: way. How many, how many people sold out?
5: Uh, about 4,000.
4: I think it was exactly 4,400. Uh, yeah. Is, huh, which yeah, is wild considering the caliber of talent that goes in there. Because it was like it was a seven-artist bill.
0: It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Nectarsleep.com
4: And, like, it included Clay Walker and, like, Trisha Yearwood. What was it Carly Pierce that got inducted?
5: Carly Pierce got Trisha inducted. Wow. Yes, Trisha Yearwood was there, too.
4: Wow.
3: Very nice. Very nice. So did you get good seats because you know the- Mike <laughs> McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs>
5: so, normally, he gets, like, comp tickets and stuff, but because it was the Grand Ole Opry, no one gets comp anything. Right. Oh. So, we did have to pay, like, full price, but I did have the advantage of knowing where on stage he was going to be, so I got seats right in front of him.
2: Oh, very cool! Very cool.
3: Wow! Excellent.
2: Well, all right, Amanda, let's uh, let's hear something. Whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna play.
5: All right. Is it time to make Eric cry?
2: Oh, it's always time to make Eric cry. No, I'm pretty good so far. That's a big. You uh... have
5: done good so far. I just figured I'd warn you. It's
2: still early though. Eric uh, Eric crying is a big hit around here. Our listeners, oh, our listeners.
3: No. <laughs> I, I even cried when Katie Dumas was on the air, on the air before she came once. Had a song on there, and I don't know why, but I do. I, I, yeah. I do Everybody. Yeah, yeah, we
2: even have it in the computer here. I don't know
4: why. Yeah. I, never, I never thought I would hear crying become a fan favorite. Oh, that's, no. a, that's a. Wow!
2: Yeah, people take great joy in Eric uh, crying. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it just brings, uh, <laughs> just makes everyone. That
3: wasn't even a classic one. It was on the weekly Die on. I just lost
2: it. Oh yeah, we won't play that one. because no, that Peter, one goes on for like ten no, minutes. Peter, yeah. Peter
3: sometimes likes to play that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately.
2: All right, Amanda. The the floor I, I, the floor, I, I, the, floor me. the floor is yours.
5: <laughs> so this song is called San Diego. You already heard Tijuana. If you've been listening since the start of the show, Tijuana was kind of the sequel to San Diego. Uh, San Diego's on the Road Trip album and Tijuana was on the Road Trip B-Sides EP that came after but uh, this was the original song This is San Diego
8: Another year goes by You look me in the eye We both know Tomorrow comes anew I will come unglued, cause we both know. When you take off in the morning, the rain will hide the light. If things had just been different, maybe we would win the fight.
2: very
3: nice another crazy story when i was in the hospital <laughs> last year the uh you were on the hanser chronicle last august remember that yeah you taped it a while back before that though right
5: yes it was uh and
3: it was funny because when you were on i started bawling said so a nurse came by are you okay i said oh don't worry i was happy tears oh
2: <laughs> yeah i thought you were gonna you look like you were getting a little teary-eyed yeah uh, i think if i don't this...
3: if i don't look at her I look at the wall. <laughs> that was my secret
2: ah very good very good all right
3: yeah, the, the nurse came by and said, you okay? I said, oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, well, good.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: another, another crazy Amanda McCarthy. I have, uh, I have too many.
2: Yes, yes. Well, you're listening to Matt Conderton Unleashed. We are live <laughs> from the studios of WMNH. Uh, Amanda, Carthy, Amanda McCarthy is here. Amanda McCarthy. <laughs> Amanda McCarthy is here. Uh, and Tom
3: Shubsta. Yes. I got it right? Yes. Oh, Very good, very good.
2: And, of course, uh, EZG is at the
3: news desk. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell the story enough. <laughs> my, my, my father. He was watching the uh, dead clocks rock on New Year's Eve. It's probably like seven, eight, oh, probably six, seven years ago. He said, "Yeah, Starman McCarthy." I said, "I don't think it was the one I knew. It was the other Amanda McCarthy. She was like the first singer on eight o'clock." Did I ever tell you that story? No. Yeah. Are, are, how could you not have? Uh, you said you can't tell this story enough. I guess Oh I, wait. I, I, <laughs>
5: I remember you. I remember you telling me. But her websites don't say anything about having performed on.
3: Yeah, she was like on eight o'clock. You know, nobody even remembers who was on eight o'clock.
5: I just, I don't know. I she feel...
3: wasn't was the headliner at eleven thirty when the ball drops.
5: I feel like that would be in her bio, though, like in her resume.
3: Or it could be a, a, a story my father messed up. You know, like. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. sounds good. It sounds good when you say it, though, right? I think right. if
5: she did, congratulations. I just.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> or, or there's a third mystery Amanda McCarthy. There could
5: be a third mystery Amanda McCarthy. There's there quite be. a few of us out I, there. How does yes. one get a
3: gig on that show?
5: Uh, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> I have no idea. Even if
3: you could come on at 8 o'clock, that, w- that would be fun.
2: I would think you would know that, Eric. You're the one with all the uh, power and influence.
5: We could start a trend <laughs> like hashtag Amanda McCarthy, Dick Clark, New Year's Eve, and maybe they'll reach out to me.
4: You, well, that You could. are the only verified Amanda McCarthy, so uh, that oh, that, yeah. that should help.
3: Last year, the, uh, they, they had no fans in the building. Right. Well, I mean, outside this year. I don't know yeah. about this year, but I
0: don't know.
5: I would do it even if there was no one there.
3: I mean, wow, another phone just call. Said huh? All right, a, I agree. We
2: have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this?
5: Hey, Maddie, it's Gary.
2: Hey, Gary. How you doing, my friend?
6: Well, I, got a, I got a couple of questions for your guest. That's yeah. really good music. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
2: I agree. What's you got, Gary? Gary, so um, right? oh.
6: has she. Uh, has she played down to uh, Tootsie's Arcade Lounge or any of the lounges down on the on the row?
5: Yes.
2: Where are those in Nashville?
5: Yeah, it's on oh. uh, Broadway in Nashville, which is the main uh, music strip. I've done um, Tootsie's, as well as some of the other venues owned by the same company.
6: Oh. Yeah. Wow. Broadway in Nashville.
7: Yeah.
2: All right. It, it, you said you had a couple questions,
6: uh, Gary. Oh,
7: well, if you don't you get to, you oh. get
6: to see all the good old boys.
7: <laughs>
6: yeah. Um, do they still have Ernest, uh, Ernest Tubbs uh, record shop where you can play too?
5: Um, I haven't played there, but I believe the record shop is still there.
4: Is that the one next to Mellow Mushroom?
5: I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so.
6: Hmm. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, because they used to let uh, they used to allow uh, new talent come in and play. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very cool. I'm a big country fan, so
9: yeah.
2: Well, all right, well, all right, Gary. Uh, sounds like we got another call coming yeah. in. So uh, thank you for the call, my friend. Always appreciate it.
6: But hey, you know your voice is great. Your your voice is great, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Have a good day. All bye right.
2: Bye. All right, Gary. Thanks for the call. Take care.
6: Sounds like a new fan. Yes, yes,
2: of course. Um, oh, by the way, so uh, I played that. That uh, uh, Here, we'll grab this call. Wow. I do great. want to mention the the newest uh, release. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Matt,
6: Ron, one more time. Uh, Amanda, I don't think you didn't make Eric cry, but I bet you there's somebody out there that was wiping their eyes. That was a great song. Thank you. And um, I just want to ask, um, and I won't call any more. I'd rather hear what you All have to say right, right. than <laughs> anything else. But truly, um, since you're a busy, busy person trying to make a paycheck and, and you know connect the dots, do you do you have an agent? I mean, how do you want, how do you find your gigs?
5: Um, I work independently with a few booking agents. Um, up here, I worked very closely with Paul Costly and a few others. Down there, there's not as much of that. You don't see the whole booking agent thing down there unless it's big time stuff but um I did connect with one woman who has been helping me uh book some gigs and I just give her 10 percent of whatever I make which is nothing that's totally fine by me and she's been helping me out a lot
3: oh very cool right very good okay thank
6: you so much and uh wherever you end up is it was great to hear you and speak with you
5: uh likewise thank you so much
6: (laughs) (laughs) all right Ron thanks for the call bye-bye
3: it's like I got another new fan.
2: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So this, um, the song I played uh, earlier, Tijuana. That's from uh, I found this on Bandcamp. One more trip, uh, one more road trip, rather. Uh, the B sides. So it's now these songs are these just are they songs that didn't necessarily fit on some of the because you've got quite a few albums out or EPs. Are are, are these songs that. Or kind of uh, just didn't necessarily fit on any of the previous releases, or
5: so right before or right before road trip released, I went on a tour, and that tour just um, had was my longest at the time, and it was a lot of inspiration for me in that, you know, road trip inspired a whole new batch of songs, and I it, the album was about to come out. It's not like I could have put them on it. yeah, and um it was something I sat on uh through quarantine um and i'm a perfectionist so i kind of held on to them for a while and then i didn't release them because i thought i might have had a publishing deal and that Uh didn't pan out which is fine um but then i was like you know what i can't just like let these songs die so i just kind of low-key released it yeah um, just to complete the road trip uh chapter of my life and um yeah
2: yeah very good. Very good. And uh, do you have something new that's going to be coming out soon? Or are you focusing more on uh, performing live? Or?
5: So I've got a few new things coming out. I just released an acoustic version of um, my song, Idaho. Mm. Uh, that was the opening track of Road Trip. And I released an acoustic version of that to like truly close the chapter. Um, I am releasing a cover. I've never released a cover before. Oh. But um, And I haven't announced it yet because um, I'm just waiting to get the master back. But it's going to be a cover of Unanswered Prayers by Garth Brooks. Okay. And then towards oh. the towards the end of the month, um, one of my friends in Nashville, Sam Ferrara, uh, she's actually going to be releasing a song that we wrote together, and I'm featured on the track with her.
2: Oh, oh. very nice. Very
3: nice. I got a quick question. Uh, uh, I believe it's a new Facebook friend of mine, that uh, Patrick Cream, is that his name? Yes, Patrick Cream. How do you get associated with that? Because the guy really sees what's going on with photos. Wow.
5: He's incredible. I actually, so I think what happened was, um, if anyone knows the musician M.B. Padfield.
3: Yeah, um, yes.
5: Everyone knows M.B. Yeah. She's a good friend of mine, and I saw a picture of her, and I liked it. And then I got a friend request from the photographer, and I'm like, okay. Um, so it just, he's just a huge supporter of local music. And then I guess he came to see me a few times, and then one day I looked out into the audience, and he's real quiet. You know, he doesn't always announce himself, but I looked out, and I'm like, I think I know you. Um, and just from there, he's just been a huge supporter of mine, uh, right up there with Eric, and um, he's just super awesome. Yeah, I thought that was—I thought
3: that was, uh, thought was great. I was taking all those photos.
5: Oh yeah, he's an amazing photographer. I never
3: see so, so many photos of people that were, in, that were really happy to see you that night. That was great.
5: That was that was a fun fun night. It was like a homecoming.
3: Yes. <laughs> Even though it was cold outside, I said I'm not going anywhere at 10 o'clock. I don't care. I'll, oh. freeze. <laughs> I'll freeze. I'll freeze. That was cold too. Well, thank you for freezing. <laughs> hey, uh, remember we had that little discussion there before I left there about playing a special song before your time is up? So I think you could do that special song we oh. talked about. Oh, uh,
5: which one? There's a lot of special songs.
2: Oh, yeah. Which one, Eric?
3: Uh, I think this is one that Tom really likes. Oh, <laughs> I get
4: it. Oh, no. It's... it's... <laughs> I was thinking before your time is up.
5: Am I allowed to do a cover
4: on this? Can we not? <laughs> Yes, you're Uh, allowed to. I feel like that'd be a waste of radio waves. So
5: I'll I'll tell them the story at least. At least
3: tell the story. That'd be fine. So a song
5: that I have to cover often, especially playing at country bars, (laughs) is uh, Chicken Fried by Zach Brown. And it is like one of Tom's least favorite songs (laughs) of all time. But I am... um, I won't say what i really think but i am a jerk for lack of a better word and every time i play a show i'm like this is tom's favorite song in the whole wide
7: world
3: yeah you really got everybody going mm. that night it was great and wow. then <laughs> i played
5: i played the other night at the 603 bar and grill which used to be panucci's and yes. everyone in the crowd videotaped me singing chicken fried and sent it to tom oh, i got
4: 13 different videos of the same song that night oh that's And I was, re- I was really upset because you know i was back in nashville and i wanted I obviously wanted clips of Amanda singing, but not that one. Like, literally, literally <laughs> any oh, other man. song. Uh,
2: that's great. Why do you hate the? Wh- I don't know the song, but why? Why do you hate it? Does yeah, it just? Why, not, do you, uh... why do you
4: hate it? So, oh, geez.
5: You probably know the song. It's like "and a little bit of chicken
4: fried." Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, I do know the song. Yeah,
4: I. I, <laughs> I just think it's. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to speak real carefully in case, for some reason, someone in Zach Brown's team is listening to this. Oh,
5: yeah. Hang on. I, as, as your unofficial PR person, I can sum it up for you. He is such a fan of Zach Brown's um, discography as a whole. Yeah. That, that one song getting all the attention, he feels is a bit weaker compared to some of the songs people don't know as
4: well. Oh. It's, it's also like whenever I play on Broadway, especially when I'm not playing with Amanda, I'll have to play that song because if someone requests Zach Brown for some reason, that's the only song that anyone really knows. And it's like that's depressing to me because he has way better songs.
2: I can totally uh, I can actually relate to what you're saying, because so my all time favorite band is Kiss. Oh, yeah. But as a Kiss fan and any Kiss fan out there knows what I'm talking about. You always have to deal with those people who all they know is rock and roll all night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I personally, like, that's like, I hate that song because so many people judge Kiss by that song. And I feel like most of their music is far better than that song. For, so so I get what you're saying.
5: For me, it's Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love Miley Cyrus. I've loved her since she was Hannah Montana. Me too.
2: Very talented,
4: yeah. And uh,
5: just everyone just defaults to party in yes. the usa and it just i don't like that song
4: <laughs> yep
7: yep
5: but i have to sing it all the time
4: you've gotten the climb yeah. requested a couple of times so at least that's a good song yes i'll sing yeah. the climb i like that one yeah oh there you go hey, There, you, there you, you, go. Can you
3: sing that one next
5: um could i sing the new original i've got coming out yeah
3: let's oh, do yeah. That. How that how does that work out now you, have to, you people your people have to call god brooks or how's that work
5: uh distro kid which is where i go through for di- distribution um they have an option, you know, where if it's a cover song, they'll take care of all the royalty hullabaloo for right. me. So I don't really have to think about it, which is nice. Oh,
7: yeah. all right. Yeah. Um,
5: but I was actually going to do the other new one, the one I wrote with my friend Sam Ferrara that I'm going to be featured on.
3: Oh, oh cool. great. Hey, uh, real quick, can you tell Amanda real quick how you know that Nick Ferraro guy? He probably doesn't know that.
2: Oh, Nick. I used to be in a band with Nick.
4: What? Yeah. I,
3: yeah. I, I like Nick Ferrara. Yeah, we, I, were,
2: we were in a band called Shadow Sanctuary. Um, I think he was the youngest one in the band, and I was probably the oldest. But yeah, we were in a band together for, for a short time um, because the way that band ended, or at least that version of the band ended, was there was a fight in the drummer's basement yep. between the drummer and this other kid, who I can't remember the other kid's name, but Nick was Nick was playing lead, and the other kid also played lead, like they would trade leads. So the drummer attacked the other kid oh, no. and I say kid because he was about Nick's age you know because they, they were so young at the time this was like she's 12 13 years ago um and Nick got in between the the drummer was a big dude I won't say his name but a big guy and uh, and the other guitar player was a little guy and Nick jumped in the middle. So I have not only do I have tremendous respect for Nick as a musician because he's incredibly talented, but also just because he got in between this. Uh, you know, he put himself in the middle of right, this. That was uh, the end of that, right? Of That's his. Well, that was the end of my tenure in the band. I was like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a, I had other bands, and he, I was in like three different bands at the time. And Aren't I was you like, in like,
3: 300 bands.
2: I've been in. Uh, no, you're exaggerating. <laughs> I've, I've been in 128 yeah. different bands. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That, that, I kind of
2: feel
4: that way too. I was going to say that sounds like I was. <laughs> yeah. I was in the Graniteers for a while. Um, oh yes. Yeah yes. I was. I was their drummer on. Um, I was the drummer on the first EP actually that oh. they released. Yeah. Oh. Or, or the first EP of the new incarnation. I guess there was a previous Graniteers incarnation, but I was in the Graniteers from 2019 through the very beginning of 2020. Um, I ended up leaving because also like I was in other bands and you know I could tell Nick really wanted to go all in. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, like, you know, I, I'll uh, I'll record this uh, stuff for you. And I figured, uh, you know, I figured it might be best for him to find a drummer that was a little more full time for him, which ended up working out because I moved to Nashville. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah. he's, a, he's a really great guy. We love um, him. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, so.
2: absolutely. Well, let's uh, yeah, this will be a good way to end the hour. Um, if you want to uh, play that song. And then we'll come back and wrap things up, because I do want to remind people, too, what you have uh, for shows coming up here uh, in New England while you're up here. But, yeah, let's. I'm, I'm anxious to hear this song. Remind us uh, what it is that you're going to play.
5: So this song is called Get Out of My Town. Uh, my friend Sam Ferrara in Nashville, she is releasing this song. We wrote it about uh, her experiences, but I'm a songwriter on the track, and I'm also featured on the track as a vocalist. so. Uh,
4: and I also played drums on the
7: track. Yes, and
5: Tom <laughs> did the drums for the track. And uh, her ex-boyfriend decided to, so she's from Long Island, and her ex-boyfriend from Long Island decided to move to Nashville uh, eight minutes away from her house. So uh, as you can imagine, that was quite a shock to her, and we wrote this song. It's called Get Out of My Town.
2: All right.
8: between us. Seven numbers I just can't forget on my screen. Different paths and broken tracks led us off the same road.
1: This summer, when the sun's down, turn up the fun at Cedar Point Nights. The ultimate after-dark beach party is every night from July 29th through August 21st. Dance with throwback DJ sets, challenge your friends with beach games, or just take it easy at fire pits lining Cedar Point's legendary mile Long Beach. Then enjoy the new Lake Erie Luau, a food experience like no other. For a limited time, get park admission, luau tastings, and parking for just $69.99. Only at CedarPoint.com very nice
3: very hey, nice before you leave i got a party and gift for you amanda yes. oh you have a, a your on
2: birthday wow easy g he loves to give uh gifts. i got a water
3: for you when, you when
2: you come on oh fair, very nice got, water, yeah, got a wa- mike sutterth will be up in the second hour for its right. economics and easy g has a water for him and he's got a uh eric is uh presenting uh Amanda with a jack-o-lantern. Ooh. Uh very nice. It's uh never too early for Halloween, I suppose.
3: No, i Halloween's decoration up today. Felt-
2: very good. And what's uh what's in there? The, it looks like Here, let's, there's let's, uh Let's show everybody what you got. Oh boy, the, very exciting. Let's see.
3: Uh looks-
5: beautiful, beautiful hope, finding hope every day in a broken world. That
3: sounds nice. You ever heard oh. of that guy Matthew Kelly? Matthew Kelly. He is a um preacher and he talks about talks about all good things.
2: Oh well, very good.
5: H two O, always good.
3: Yes, it is. Yes, in spring, the best spring.
2: And it's cold too. <laughs> wow. Yes, Eric wants to keep everyone hydrated, which I think is wonderful.
5: A cupcake. Oh, yep. I'll we, have to share with Tom. It's yes, very it's, chocolatey.
2: No, it's, oh, it's raspberry it. actually.
5: Ooh, and
2: let's plug where. So that's from Queen yeah, City Cupcake. City Cupcakes. yes Yes. Queen City
3: Cupcakes. I think I gave you one be, mm. more.
2: I always say there's nothing better on a hot day than a cupcake.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's so tasty over there. Oh yes. My
5: <laughs> Buy one scoop, get one free from the Granite State Candy Shop.
3: Yeah, before you leave town, get one. Oh, wow. wow. Right down the street. Yes. Boy, you got uh, you yeah. give her all kinds of stuff. Wow. A pen. Yeah, always oh, use a pen, I thought. Yeah, oh, could always a use a it from.
4: Mm.
5: Uh, the pen is from Manchester Inkling. Oh. Shout out to Stefan Philbrook. Wait no, yes he writes for them. Yes he does. As does Carol, Carol Robido. C- Carol
2: Robido. He's yes. the boss there. Yes. Yes. They
5: have both featured me on there. So shout out to both of them. Oh,
2: excellent, excellent. Yeah, Carol's the best. Very nice. Wow, it's like a bottomless uh, jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> and then
5: finally a card with a smiley face on
2: oh, it. And oh, And stickers. Oh wow, boy, look at you, Eric. You really uh, you go all, right. all out.
3: You can't spoil. It. You can't spoil Amanda. Who who can?
2: Well, uh, Tom, uh, that's his job. Actually. Oh, true. But once in a while, I can do it. <laughs> he has a full time. I'm only very part time. <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, so, what's, uh, what's can you can you share with us what he wrote, or is that yes. uh, private? Okay, no,
5: it's nice says celebrating you. God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. May your day be filled with good things and happy moments, a special time of rejoicing in the unique and wonderful person God created in you. Happy unbirthday, LOL, smiley face from EZG.
2: Wow, very nice, very nice. Well done, Eric. I created quite a
3: revolution of (laughs) unbirthdays. Right, yes, a revolution. Nobody nobody really celebrates that. That is true. I've started a revolution.
2: I think you're literally the only one, yes. You know what? I'm not
5: going to say no to gifts and an unbirthday
2: yes very nice we're having
5: a little get together for me later which is probably like another kind of unbirthday so today uh oh, will wow. we'll officially be known as my unbirthday
3: is this kind Un-scaring. of like a, is kind of this kind of like christian's uh december birthday
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes i feel reborn well you know,
3: you know the queen of england she celebrates her birthday twice a year in case uh, uh, it rains so. in case it rains yes she's the only one oh. i know that celebrates it twice
2: i thought maybe it was in case she
3: dies because she's very old yeah, she's never going to die. So. Oh, not, I have no Ooh. idea. Oh. She's, like, she's almost like 100 years old. She's been the queen forever.
2: Yes. Well, that's why I've I, been alive.
3: I, I think Betty White's going to outlive her. Yeah, well, she would be 100 next year. Yeah?
2: Who's going to outlive
3: her? Uh, Betty White. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I, I hope think, so. so oh. like, you know what? That's
5: that's my next Instagram poll. I run polls on my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, really? And they get like a really like funny amount of traction, like yeah. more people more traction than anything else i post you know it'll be like normal stuff like ranch or blue cheese but like so many people always respond and i'm going to ask who's going to live longer betty white or
3: the queen
2: oh well very good
3: <laughs> oh good one well, let's
2: right. uh let's grab this call before we uh we wrap up in case uh somebody might have a question for you hi welcome to matt connerton unleashed who's this
6: yeah matt one more time Ronnie. <laughs> hey eric if you yeah. have a dollar in your pocket you should pull it out, and with that fancy pen, let her sign it, because that dollar someday might be worth a fortune.
3: Oh, I already have her sign stuff, so. Oh. I'm, I'm, also, I'm ahead of you there, Ron. <laughs> yeah.
6: Okay. You're ahead
3: of us all, Eric.
6: All right.
2: Very good. <laughs> I am her biggest fan. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Ron. Bye-bye. Yes. All right. So, Amanda, uh, please remind us, uh, what have you got coming up for shows in the area while you're up here?
5: So, I have two more shows before I leave. Uh Tomorrow night, Wednesday, I will be at the Homestead in Merrimack from 6 to 9. And then on Thursday, um, I do believe this one is weather permitting, uh, but I will be at Hudson, New Hampshire's Old Home Days uh, with Tom playing as well from 5 to 9 p.m. And then I don't have details yet, but I will be back up here in October for a wedding, and I will have probably a one-night-only thing uh, sometime in October as well. So put October 16th on your calendar, and I hope to confirm whatever that will be soon. Very
2: nice. Very wow, nice. One night only. Wow. And uh, where should people go online to keep up with everything that you're doing?
5: AmandaMcCarthy.com will tell you everything. I'm also on every social media site, basically. Uh, if you type in Amanda McCarthy or Amanda Mick Music, like McDonald's, but Mick Music, um, my music is on. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon and YouTube and pretty much anywhere else you can find music and musicians I'm probably there.
2: Hey, by the way, am I am I remembering this correctly? Did you have to fight for amandamccarthy.com? Was there some kind of hassle in getting that domain yeah. that you talked about?
5: So the domain wasn't even owned by the other Amanda McCarthy. It was owned by um Oh. What they they call them domain sharks? They'll like look up people and try and like buy their names. Yeah, I had to pay three hundred dollars to acquire my own name.com. Oh, really? Oh, wow. But, you know, I got like Amanda McCarthy Music, Amanda McCarthy Official. Those were all cheap, but just yeah. the simple Amanda cost me. I oh. think when all was said and done, probably three hundred fifty
8: dollars. Wow! No was, kidding.
3: Wasn't that some kind of struggle? What people were saying they sh- you should. Um... You use like a stage name and, and you you were saying there was another, no, another story right
5: yeah I I don't know some people do the first name middle name thing and that's cool that's not me yeah um I just wanted to be amanda McCarthy and I it was three hundred dollars I look at I look at everything in gigs that was like one to two gigs. I just forgot the money existed. Yeah, I just, it was worth it. Oh me. yeah, it was uh, from a
2: <laughs> you know from a business perspective. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. One, yeah. one
3: last question before you. Hit the road. The uh, I remember reading one of your your posts that says I was wondering what gig that was. We we said I got so many mu- so much money on tips that I was all set for a while. Oh my goodness. What show was that, please?
5: So this was in Nashville. This was at the Gaylord Opryland Resort, um, and it's about as nice as it sounds. Um, the base pay was already. Very good uh, compared to some of the other stuff I do, but then I made almost double in tips. I walked away wow. from that one show with eight hundred twenty-six dollars. Nice, wow! From singing my original music for four hours. That's awesome. It was the most beautiful thing I've
3: ever experienced. That must have yeah. been the top tips you ever received. I bet.
5: Oh yes, that is the most money I've ever made at a show ever.
3: That's I know, very April cool. Christmas was was uh, rejoicing because somebody gave her a hundred-dollar tip this year.
4: well, oh.
3: she deserves it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, no, no, absolutely.
2: Great. Well, listen, uh, Amanda, Tom, wonderful to see you both. This has been great. And uh, what I'm going to do is, um, you know, we're going to uh, take a break, play a couple things, uh, show some love to our sponsors, and then uh, we're going to bring in Mike Sutterth for his weekly Tweakonomics uh, segment in the second. Uh, are you going to stick around for that, Eric, or do you have to go? Oh, yeah, definitely. It? Okay. So EZG is going to stick around. But well, wonderful to see you both. And um, Amanda, I'm going to play uh, for as we go to break i want to play another uh, song from uh your newest release one more trip the b sides uh what should i play i'll let you uh pick it
5: um you're on Bandcamp, right yes i think the last track on is the idaho acoustic version idaho
2: the acoustic version yes. yes yes all right so we'll go with that so here it is this is uh the acoustic version of idaho from amanda mccarthy's newest release one more road trip the b sides and uh Uh, Again, Amanda and Tom, thank you so much, and everybody stick around. Mike Sutterth is next in the second hour, and uh, more Matt Connerton Unleashed coming up. Don't go away. Welcome back, everybody. We are into our number two numero dose of Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious, although very humid, downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97, if you're in Manchester. Streaming at WMNHradio.org. And on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. Of course, you can also go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options. Social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. And of course, hello. to our friends at Raw Talk online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is Tuesday, August 10. 2021, and I do want to remind you all, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street. Don't go there today, because Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, but uh, they are open Wednesday through Sunday. They have delicious gourmet pretzels, they have craft beer, uh, they have wine. Thursday nights, they have trivia night, hosted by the great Bill Cini. Friday nights, our friend Grant Lampton, who you might be familiar with. In fact, you might be familiar with him, you over there. I'm very proud. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he performs there uh, every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. doing a residency there. So, uh, great food, great service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. And uh, we're so honored and proud to have them as a sponsor. Of course, uh, here at WMH, also sponsored by Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. uh, oh, uh run by our great friend uh, Mike Pelapita, who's a big uh, supporter of all the shows here at WMNH, and, of course, uh, CGI Business Solutions. And new this week to the station, uh, congratulations again to Peter White of The Morning Show with Peter White. Uh, Adored Wi-Fi, now an official sponsor of that program and of WMNH. A high-speed internet you'll love with a connection you can trust, now operating right here in manchester new hampshire so uh very cool uh peter brought uh brought that to our attention yesterday morning and we're very excited about that and if you're interested in sponsorship here at the station uh get in touch with me shoot me an email matt at mattconnerton.com and we can talk about it matt at mattconnerton.com and uh mike sutterth is with us at the news desk hello sir hello good afternoon everybody
9: good afternoon can i get a volume boost over here please on the headphones no I've, i've got my headphones It just uh, sounds a little muffled. Oh. Oh, That's somewhat better. Mm. Maybe that was my fault. Oh.
3: Anyway,
2: hello, everybody. How y'all doing?
9: Yeah.
2: (laughs) What? what? EZG
3: is here uh, as well. They've had trouble with that mic before.
2: Yeah, that mic is wonky sometimes. I don't think it's the mic itself. I think it's something to do with the wiring. But uh-huh. it does uh, every now and then. It doesn't. It doesn't happen consistently, which makes it difficult to ascertain what the problem might be. It's mm-hmm. like it's like when you you know if you have a car that makes a funny noise, yes. and then you bring it to the mechanic and you're like, my car's making a funny noise, and then when the mechanic uh, starts it up and drives it around, it doesn't make the noise. Well, and... Don't
3: worry, Matt. Tomorrow morning, uh, uh, Peter White's staff will get on it. Oh, good. I,
2: I didn't know that.
3: Well, you know by your your, your staff.
2: Oh, well, uh, you know, I have my staff of technicians, of course. Yeah, he
3: has his own. He has many of them.
2: Oh, I, did, I had no idea. Wow. We should pool our resources and have yeah. one big, uh, giant staff of technicians. Yeah. My mother yeah.
9: uh, can work on new transmissions.
3: Oh, wow. Yep. That's very she exciting. She works
9: on European cars because she's European. Oh.
3: I, I got a question. How long have you known Amanda McCarthy? Uh, I would say
9: probably three, four years uh, since I've kind of been beating the pavement out here uh, playing guitar myself. Yeah. Um, I, I've noticed her out. Uh, the former Pernucci's is where I kind of took notice of her and uh, yeah. noticed that she has her um, ducks in a row, if you will. Mm-hmm. We can't say the other. <laughs> the, uh, she, she knows what she's doing, and she's got an amazing voice, and uh, she, she's calm as, you know, she's so calm when she plays. and yes. Normally musicians who, you know, all, all musicians are self-conscious to some extent, and um, when I saw her play, I'm like, wow, she's relaxed she's good at what she does and she feels good doing it. And you can tell And uh, people can normally feel that, right? You know, if you, oh, see, yeah. it, you see a musician who is a uh, nervous wreck, you can say, Oh gosh, just relax. And you know, everybody will enjoy it a heck of a lot more. If we know you're relaxed. And when I saw her play, I knew she was relaxed and mm-hmm. uh, she's just a, she's a heck of a talent. Yeah, I saw her play over the,
3: the old producers. This still all three Brown grill for four hours. It was like a homecoming. Everybody there wa- loved their music. And that quote, project cream was taking all the photos and, I felt like like she she was uh, very loved that night, yeah, by everybody there.
2: Absolutely, yeah. If you missed it, uh, Amanda McCarthy and Tom uh, Shubsta, uh, they were here uh, during the first hour along with Easy G, and uh, of course the archive will be up later on the website uh, at uh, wmnhradio.org or mattconnerton So you'll be able to get that. Always nice to uh, uh, to see Amanda. I've interviewed her many times over the years. Actually, yeah. I'm glad
3: she's so. coming back for one night only. See if I can make that show, as long as it's not in Boston. October, <laughs> I think she said, right? October 17th, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah.
9: And EZG, you took some pictures. I, I look forward to you distributing those, and uh, what platform you do? Uh, Facebook. Could, Facebook? Okay. Yeah, I'll
3: send yeah. it to you later, yeah.
9: Yeah, please do. And uh, we'll, we'll get those out there. Great to see those guys.
2: Outstanding, yes. I actually saw... Uh, by the way, I would never... Uh I don't know if the cameras picked it up uh, for people watching online. I'd never seen Eric uh, embrace uh, someone before. And uh, the, the hug that uh, Eric gave Tom was the most awkward hug I've ever yeah, seen well, in my yeah. entire
3: life. I always <laughs> it was, to yeah. to it was a, the TV hug. <laughs> I
9: wish I had a picture of it. Maybe Tom will call back into the show and explain that to us.
2: <laughs> I don't try to hug anybody anymore since the pandemic. Uh, you know, if somebody else goes, I mean, I'm vaxxed. If somebody else goes in for a hug, I'm fine with it. But I haven't initiated a hug, uh, you know, uh, outside of my household in for at least a year.
9: Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the uh, Hasn't that translated into, like, the handshake and the fist bump, too? I know when Gonzo was here, it was last week. You know, mm-hmm. he, he gave me a fist bump, and then when he left, I was... You know, I like to shake hands, but yeah. I, I try not to think too much about it. And yeah. it, w- it, it made it awkward, like it was a half yeah. fist bump, half shake. And I
3: prefer the fist bump. I, I have <laughs> shook them with two hands this year, but I find it awkward because I didn't do it for so long. Mm-hmm. But I do prefer this better.
2: Yeah, yeah. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to it. I, I've played in a lot of uh, like metal bands where that's just what you do. You do the right. fist bump. Oh, it's, my God. It's, it's very
3: masculine, the yeah. fist
2: bump, you know? Yeah. Um,
9: the bro hug is, is different.
7: You know? <laughs>
3: yes, yeah, Yeah. I can remember when I first met Amanda McCarthy. She, she really didn't want anybody to, to – um, she was just a little bit nervous at the beginning. And I, I think I might have told her a while back. that I said, boy, you, you should let people know who you are. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. And now look at her now. Look at her now. She
2: owes it all to you. You're, you're their, her biggest uh, promoter. I do try.
3: Yes, you I was, do. I was going to ask that a lot, lot, lot of questions, but it's only so much time. But yes. I was going to ask her if anybody in Nashville uh, uh, hears me give her a date, and that's why they showed up. Yes. I'm thinking that's a long shot, though.
2: Well, let, let me, uh, <laughs> I want to get to Mike's uh, segment, but let me get right, the, sorry. Uh, oh, that's okay. Enough, no.
3: enough about me.
2: No, no worries. But uh, I do want to give the numbers uh, first, of course, uh, 603-250-6007. If you'd like to uh, enter the impending conversation, 603 603- Two five zero six zero zero seven. Also, of course, you can text us at six one seven nine one seven four four seven six. Tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to matt at mattconnerton dot com. And of course, you can always interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do is give us a call at six zero three. Two five zero six zero zero seven. Sometimes I get uh, emails from Mike Doyle. He uh, he was here yesterday. If you missed it, a uh, lot of very uh, positive reviews on that show. Uh, I also do want to just say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat quickly. Uh, I see uh, Stacy Lawton joins us. Hey Stacy. Rocky Huber. Hey Rocky. Melanie La Liberté. Uh, Mike Pelapita, of course, uh, a top fan from Queen City Cabinetry. Good old Mike. Uh, Easy G. I see you're in the chat room.
3: Uh, I I I don't think I was. Says are in there.
2: Your oh, phone's
9: in the car and it's on.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't remember uh, commenting. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, nice to me?
2: Tom Blanchard, uh, Jeff Nyan uh ezg's one-time nemesis uh
3: <laughs> yeah we used to hate each other yeah, <laughs> not anymore though i didn't know you actually hated wow geez well, I, don't uh, know we, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was for the radio but we're, <laughs> yeah. we're friends now
2: uh eric street is in the uh, chat room <laughs> with us uh let's see and uh it's one. oh dj midas of course uh, host of late night delight here on wmnh charles richardson of the charles richardson show by the way congratulations to charles uh, you can uh, check out his show online. He's uh, currently on uh, Wednesdays and Friday nights, but he's also adding another day. He's going to be on Mondays cool. as well. Yeah, Miriam cool. Banish, uh, who's a top fan, and is uh, I think hanging out with Jenny uh, as we speak. Well, Go for her. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I think we got.
3: Uh...
2: Oh, and Stefan Philbrook uh, also in the chat room. Hello, Stephen. Uh, well, uh, let's. Uh, I want to get to Mike's segment. Let me. Uh, oh, a lot of people in
3: there, Matt Wild.
9: Cue up the music here. <laughs> Good afternoon, Manchester, New Hampshire. My name is Mike Sutter. I do this little thing uh, that Rob, um, Matt has allowed me to do called Tweakonomics. I put the tweak in economics, if you will. And uh, I think you've heard the show, show before uh, where that comes from. If not, feel free to dial in and uh, we, we can explain it to you. But um, I try to uh, talk about economics and the fun side of stuff. Sometimes politics dribbles into that and we fight that off tooth and nail um if well, we can well you do i don't mind getting you yeah know, okay you well know. then then let's do that it, <laughs> and, and the one thing that did dribble into my mind this afternoon um does get political so uh bring it on so the first thing i'd like to uh, say is well i i do want to bring up uh thank you amanda mccarthy and tom for being here i hadn't seen them and didn't expect it easy g gave me a message today i was uh Uh, dozing off at work this afternoon and (laughs) um, (laughs) I was dozing off at work this afternoon and I got a message from Easy G said hey Mike uh, Amanda and Tom are going to be here could you be here at four and I said yes I can so I uh, dashed home and uh, took a quick shower and got myself here changed out of my um, uh, my outfit (laughs) the uniform as they say Ah. Um, I I do not have a uniform with my name on it but um, (laughs) um, I'm supposed to have it but Anyway um
2: <laughs> oh hold that uh, hold that thought Mike we yes, have a, sir. Yes, we have sir. a call here busy we'll phone line grab this yes. hi welcome to Matt Connerton unleashed. who's this?
6: Ridley okay to change
2: the subject uh quickly Dave what what do you have quickly because I want to get to Mike's uh, segment is it is it is, oh, okay. is it related to economics? Not really uh go ahead go ahead what's what what's what you got
6: trial tomorrow in Concord District Court I believe. Oh. Uh Rochelle Kelly on trial for letting her kids play on a play well, she let her kids play on a playground that was uh yellow taped Yeah. for the COVID.
2: Oh, gotcha. Uh, pandemic. Yes. and
6: when the when the police arrived to stop her from letting her kids play, she yelled at them and then they came for her a few months later and she's on trial tomorrow.
9: Yeah, I'll probably get dismissed. What's the violation? Insubordination <laughs> or
6: yeah, what are, what are I'm they not actually... Sure what the actually charges? I was thinking it was criminal, criminal trespass or something, but uh, I, I'm not sure what the charge was. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the foolish. De- the, de- the details are at forum.shiresociety.com.
2: Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah, I did see something about that in the news, and plus I remember you uh, talking about that before. All right. Very good. Very good. All right, Dave. Uh, give the uh, Ridley Report a plug if you'd like.
3: Ridleyreport.com. Thanks.
2: All right, Dave. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Well done. Bye. All right, well, Dave. Dave Ridley.
3: That, that was the smallest segment I've ever seen him be on the air for, like one minute. <laughs>
2: well, Dave's. Dave, I gotta say, Dave is very respectful. If we're if he we're is. if we're in the middle of something else, and I indicate that to him, you know, he's he's very brief. So wow, he, he, he can be, he can be. Sometimes I just let him go. It depends. Right, on what, nothing else going <laughs> it depends on. Depends you know? on what we're doing. But, <laughs> True. But no, he's always respectful if I indicate that uh, brevity. Is and Stefan Philbrook is very uh, grateful uh, for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go, in the chat room. Yes, yes, <laughs>
9: for running him off that quickly. <laughs> y- yeah, Stefan is not
2: a fan of uh, the Ridley. Ouch. But, uh, I'm not really either, by uh, honest with
9: you. Oh well. How about you, Mike? You like the Ridley? Um, I'm not aware of the Ridley. now oh, there so you go. You'll gr- I, I, you'll grow to hate him. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like Dave. No, as as I grow to <laughs> find out about the community here, I've had nothing but um. Uh, good things happen to me so uh, I I look forward to I look forward to doing that so uh, let me bring up the one subject that raced through my mind here earlier today and um, um, you know I am all right so let's get political could I have the news uh, stuff again please oh wow (laughs) yeah because this is a big one I'm gonna do it once and I'm I'm gonna try to stay away for a couple of weeks on the stuff so here's a Let's get political. There you go. Um, So, you know, as some of you may know, and it's not important, actually, but some of us lean to the right. Some of us lean to the left. I tend to lean to the right when it comes to economics and numbers and things like that. But I tell you what, the... um, By the way, not
2: to interrupt, a uh, Harlem Shuffle by the Rolling Stones popped into my head when you said that. Go ahead. The
9: Harlem Shuffle, I like it. Is that like the Chinatown Shuffle?
2: no because it's like oh
9: come on move come on, to the, the, the left
2: move to the right oh, yes of yeah, course
9: yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for not keeping it political <laughs> mm-hmm. but as, as I look at numbers and you know everybody thinks in their own mind that um, they may be right as far as those beliefs but I had always been a uh, skeptical so to speak when they said hey let's talk about a minimum wage let's talk about $15 an hour for everybody okay um, and depending on where you are in your strata of a career or a job or how you pay your bills, um, you say, well, that's that's right, wrong, or indifferent. But there are a couple. Of, I think it's Home Depot and um, Walmart. I believe it is has instituted $15 an hour entry level wage. Bang. That's it. You know, yep. So so if you come along and you are, you know, uh, sweeping the parking lot, or if you're restocking shelves or whatever, the the entry level. It's fifteen dollars? They instituted that without a government, you know, pushing them to do it. And I, I think that's a cool thing. And I didn't believe that before. And I love it when I'm wrong. Um, I saw a bumper sticker the other day that says, "I love it when I'm right." I actually love it when I'm wrong. Um,
2: you but, and I, you and I are of like mind on that because yeah. because when you when you change your mind about something, yes. and you're open to changing your mind yes. about something. For me, it's an endorphin rush because Absolutely. it's like. It's like, oh, my mind still works. I'm capable of
9: absolutely. I'm
2: capable of taking in new information and new data, Amen, and then brother. and then changing
9: my mind. Amen. Like I'm not locked in. It's so much better to. It, and it's cool how it's happening that I'm getting older because a lot of stuff is I'm more stuck in the same place. That's what happens. And a lot of stuff I'm okay with that. You know, like musically, um, when I grow musically. Like, I found out about Iron Maiden a couple of years ago. Yeah. And people are like, you didn't know about Iron Maiden? I'm like, nope. Wasn't my cup of tea. From what little I heard about it, somebody said, sit down, listen to this, watch this.
6: I got a I was like, whoa. Yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online.
0: I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true.
6: Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Well,
3: yeah. About a month ago, it was either King, I was called King Burger, as my meme called it that. King Burger or McDonald's. everybody in King the, Burger? Everybody in the staff walked out. <laughs> did, did you hear about that? No. It was all over wages. And they said goodbye, You know, more or less, You know, blank you. And they, and they left. And they left. Oh, wow.
9: Well. Over a minimum wage? Uh,
3: it was over money, yeah. Yeah. So We're getting paid enough. People, so, are, people are quitting.
9: So so anyway, I, I, I was turned on that, uh, at least personally here in my brain, like Matt had talked about in Endorphin Rush, that like, you know what? That's pretty cool. They're saying anybody who comes to work here, 15 bucks an hour, um, that was great. Wow. So as I was drilling through the Wall Street Journal here the other day, Goldman Sachs has done somewhat the same thing. All of their new analysts make $110,000 a year from $95,000. they have stepped up, and they're going to give them all $110,000 a wow. year. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So, you yeah, know, definitely. while I sit and as I lean to the right sometimes, um, you know, I'm like, hey, if you're worth it and your productivity is worth it, you're going to get paid, and they shouldn't just give any Tom, Dick, Harry, and Mary a uh, <laughs> a, a flat wage when they come in, as sometimes the left is pushed for. Um the economy, if it can support it, is not in that bad a shape. And I was the first one here with the switch of our last administration um, to say that well, the economy is going to go to pot. And but you know, if wages are keeping up with inflation that we've talked about here before, mm-hmm. um, and and really the the pulse on that is more your Home Depots and your King Burgers and and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> um, that that's a good thing, man. You know, if if I am if I imagine myself as, okay, I just got out of high school and I have to go get a job, I'm going to go to King Burger and get 15 bucks an hour or Home Depot, that lets me know as an economic-minded guy and somewhat educated in that field um, that things are actually okay. Now, inflation is bouncing along in the upward direction here, so that you can say that's essential. But uh, at the moment, you know, to have a uh, $900 phone or a, a $900... Uh, uh, cable service 15 bucks an hour. I think it I think it was a good thing and, and as Matt mentioned uh, It's uh, I, I kind of grew a little bit. It's like the Grinch. Yeah stole the, My heart grew two sizes that day
3: I guess <laughs> I say about prices. I really tend to buy the same thing at market basket and I know it's a bottle butter tub It's gluten-free dairy-free. It okay. went up 70 cents Yep. The last time I bought it was 329 forever, and now it's yeah. 399 That's a pretty good increase.
9: We we could go on another three hours with this show in that direction, my friend. Have you oh, looked yeah. at it's me? It's the
3: same item, though. It's not smaller or anything. Because they tend to do that. They shrink, they shrink the product and they, they, they higher the price. Ice cream, you know, and cereal. and Yep.
9: Yeah, and, yeah. No, and everything's it's a way right to make money. Direction. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I had a. Uh, have y'all. This is the time and forgive me for being completely scattered here. Here is my uh, shameless marketing plug of the day is Chelby's restaurant on Mammoth Road here in Manchester good old Chelby's. they have great pizza They have a nice little bar um, It's a neat little place, but they had a sticker on the menu all meat items have a two dollar surcharge. No it, kidding I, Yep, yep for so if you want a steak and cheese, and it says $13 for a steak cheese and fries It's $15. Interesting. Wait, yeah, 15 okay. I was never m- much good at math but, uh, yeah, and I was an economist. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it was plain there, like, uh, 15 bucks. So my Reuben, which is corned beef, and Thousand Island dressing, mm-hmm. and sauerkraut, yeah. is, um, <laughs> you know, it was normally $12. It was $14. The $2 meat surcharge for it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So things are going to keep bouncing in that direction. Is it temporary? We'll see. You know, everything's more expensive. Yeah, you know, you talk about a dime for a cup of coffee when we were kids, and certainly that, <laughs> that's not the case anymore. Right, but, uh, right. You know, some subtle inflation is always going to be with us. When uh, when our kids are our age, uh, they will talk about, oh, you know, Dad bought a house for 160 grand. You know, I had to pay a half million dollars for my apartment. <laughs>
2: So I know, helpful. I saw
3: online today, a local store, and local restaurant in Manchester went out of business today because they didn't have enough people to, uh, to work there. Very sad. Wow.
2: I know I know that there's places that are cutting back
3: their hours for that this reason. This place yeah. closed the doors. No kidding. No, help. Do you remember who it was? Uh, it's a pizza joint right here in Manchester. Oh, wow. Oh. A, it was on the uh, online, so anybody could find it.
2: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What a shame. No, that is, that is. But yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm, I'm glad you uh, brought this up, Mike, because... Yeah. Now I'm someone who I think, by most people's standards, I I lean left, but I um I was never wild. I've never been wild about the fight for fifteen movement because mm-hmm. you know I I talk a lot about and longtime listeners know this about me. I I get frustrated with uh, what I see. You know I I always say it's it's very difficult to go out into the world every day mm-hmm. and do business and not encounter people who seem to have very little work ethic. (laughs) So I've always been skeptical about, you know, we're just going to, because, you know, people will make the argument that, well, Matt, if you pay people $15 an hour, everyone will work harder and they'll care about their jobs more, which I'm very skeptical about. I am as well. But I've also, on top of that, been thinking, with the current situation, with uh, there being such a labor shortage, Mm -hmm. won't this kind of saw begin to and maybe what you brought up maybe we're seeing the beginnings of it won't this happen organically anyway um does the government why does the government need to does the government need to even don't get me wrong i do think the federal minimum wage should be higher than 7.25 an hour that i definitely think but to just go to 15 i think is crazy
3: i think we're the only but state state in the uh, new england states at 725 i think everybody else has gone up right well that's
2: true D- individual states have their own minimum wage that's higher new hampshire does not
3: that's uh true. we're it, the last one i think out of the new england states that, that, that has that, we,
2: that that's true eric i think you're right about that but um we're a
3: stickler for the cheap pay yeah but, yeah but you think about it though not, not so many people make that low wage anyways
2: well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know what what the job is where you only literally make. Well, I worked 725.
3: at Fisher Cats a couple a couple years ago, and, and, and I only made minimum wage. Yeah, but it's, it's a very temporary job, though. You know, you're, right, right. Sometimes you're there for. <clears throat> For two weeks, and and then they're gone for 10 days, and guess what? You don't get paid. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good job, but it isn't, unfortunately.
9: What tickled me about this fit, and I want to say it was Home Depot, uh, somebody calling, correct me if I'm wrong, and Walmart that uh, did this, $15 across the board, whether it's our Seattle store or our Manchester, New Hampshire store. Um, Amazon's doing this too, I think, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are. Um, But as a champion of the free market and capitalism... It's cool to see the company do that and mm-hmm. not, and not see the local uh, constabulary or whoever or government or federal government say this is what you must do. Right. It, it's it's the company that is making that decision and that's kind of what made my heart sing a little bit or made me take notice. I don't know that my
3: heart I know sang, some places but... are paying for your full schooling now. Oh, yeah. There's um and I know if you want to join the bus you know, drive a bus they give you a $3,000 sign-on bonus. Yeah, that's it really low on help it, it, yeah, it's incredible. But two of my friends do it, but they need a lot more than two of my friends to do it. They need more and more.
9: Yep. And when and when the company does that, that's what I like to see. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like, and, uh, you know, I, lo- I love our uh, city legislators and uh, aldermen and uh, governor and all these other folks. There's some folks I adore, some folks I don't. It's great when you're able to keep that separate and say, well, you know what? Amazon said this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Bezos said this. I'm I'm going to do this in in a, in a certain direction, um, that that really kind of tickled me. That uh, all right, well, this is how free market works. If they couldn't afford to do it, and business wasn't good, they wouldn't do it. If uh, who, who's this? The uh, Manchester Transit Authority? Who's offering the bonus, or is it? Uh,
3: I I'm not quite sure.
9: But well, wh- whoever they are, they can afford to do it. It could be. Um, yes. And and you know, lots of folks are uh, offering. Uh, I know where I do my little part-time job outside of. Uh, Being rich and famous as a musician um, (laughs) is uh, offering a $500 bonus, uh, which they just instituted after they hired me. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No kidding, dude. No kidding. (laughs) But Uh, I I think I get a $100 referral bonus if uh, any of you guys would like to talk to me after the show coming to work where I work (laughs) part time. Right. Um, I get a hundred bucks out of it. You get five hundred bucks out of it. Huh. And of course, I'll ask you for an additional fifty for getting the five hundred. So I get a hundred and fifty right. <laughs> bucks. You get four fifty. Um, but they can afford to do that, and that, that's uh, you know, capitalism-wise. To think very broadly, that's how the wheels turn, man, and that's mm-hmm. how it ticks. If they can afford to give you a three thousand dollar sign-on bonus um, and pay you a decent wage, then that may pull you away from working at Home Depot or at the movie theater or whatever. Um, that type of type broad economic stuff uh, is fascinating stuff to me and it's uh, why I come here and um, bore you guys to death with it.
3: <laughs> well, you look, you look at the people that just see Amanda and Tom, they say, well, you, you really can't make it the singing or drumming, but if you're, if you're really good at it you get your gigs out there and you get your name out there yeah, and they you are. work hard.
2: They are making it.
3: You can, yeah. you can make a lot of money in the business. Yeah. yeah, And you write songs for people and that every time they, they, they sell a CD or record, you get a little percentage of that, and that's how you really can make money.
9: That's right. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, and, and I was so the kudos to them. Wow. I,
9: I was really happy to hear her say, you know, I'm doing this full time. You know, yeah, Tom too. I bounced that around in my head like, gosh, I'd really love to be able to do this full time. I will be honest with everybody in the room and outside of the room that I don't make enough money to, you know, pay all the bills that land in my mailbox every month by doing my little Grant Lampton thing here and there, or even the Mike Sutter thing over there, or whatever. Um, but the fact that uh, she was able to to support herself and uh, and Tom is as well, uh, are they together? By the way,
3: I I didn't I don't know if this is the platform y- to talk about. Yes, okay. yeah. yeah. We, well, yeah. we did.
2: It's we actually did talk about that because yeah, uh, man, has
3: uh, I think she's a six or seven year old daughter. So oh, that's my okay, number okay, okay, one job okay,
9: right there. Okay. Well, that, I don't know her that well then, but um, I've seen know, her daughter able, in years. If so. they're able to keep the lights on and you know, uh, pay the the dish TV bill or, or whatever the T Mobile bill by playing music that's pretty incredible stuff to, to me you know i'd always yeah. see it as, as a yeah. hobby and i get some good pocket money out of it and, and a couple of free beers here and there but yeah um <laughs> I, I i can tell you that i i wouldn't be able to keep wells fargo's mortgage uh payment satisfied <laughs> by by paying playing once a week i was very there. happy so, to
3: hear that uh, tom had 44 gigs last month it's like wow that's yeah, like every cool. day of the week he was gigging that's yeah. cool, and that's and how you was, make the money.
9: It was interesting that she said that the paying gigs are covers, at least at this point for her. She's she's a legitimate singer songwriter, yeah. so I think at some point, and she's a young person, you know, maybe when she's my age, she'll be able to to fly doing us uh, singing originals. But um, you know, I, I, I that really resonated with me because I have a pocket full of originals. I almost think people would not want to hear them, and I don't play them very often, so mm. people don't hear them. Um, I play a lot of covers. Um, and I get paid decently for, for playing covers, but, um, you know, you have to be able to play those, play those covers and, um, play the originals. And once you get into the singer songwriting thing, like you said, getting uh, royalties, I guess is what you call it, is where the big money comes in. But that, that gap in between is ginormous. I've known bands and I, you know, I've been in
2: a lot of bands. I've never, I've never been in a cover band, but I've known a lot of bands and I'm sure you have too, that, uh... Uh, will actually play under two different names Mm -hmm. where you know they have one name for the the band when they go out and play shows where they get to do original music and then they use a different name for when they play the the cover shows where they get actually get paid because you know when you're when you're in a band and you're you know like i like i've been in metal bands where it's like you know there was no you know it was a lot of free shows you know (laughs)
9: Yeah, yeah and pay to play do you remember those yeah. you like had to sell tickets to the beach?
2: Vividly. I never, I never did that. <laughs> I, know. But yeah. I remember
3: when Amanda posted this a couple of years ago now. And uh, next time she's in the house, I'll, I'll bring that up. She says, I don't really want to be famous anymore. I just want to be happy.
2: Yeah. Well, of course.
3: Yep. So that really resonated to me.
2: Well, that's what we all want is to be I mean, happy. Not everybody does that, though. Hmm?
3: Not everybody does that, though.
2: What? Is happy?
3: Right. They <laughs> work with their job. My job sucks. You know, my life sucks. And they're, they're so negative all the time. And you don't really see that from her. Right. She puts on a uh, maybe a personal life. Sometimes she has issues, but you, her her personality is always happy.
9: Yes, I will tell you the most money that I have ever made, and it was in a band, and we were a cover band. We were a Grateful Dead cover band. If anybody remembers the Elastic Waistband, no, uh, we played one gig. They paid us a thousand dollars to. Wow. Of course, there were six of us. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it took wow. us, you know, it took us six hours to set up all the equipment and the Leslie rotating speakers and everything and all this. And everybody went home with you know a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Um, But they paid us big money, but we didn't go in there and say, well, I wrote this about uh, my girlfriend who broke my heart. We got up there and played Jerry Garcia's songs, and you know, riding that train, blah blah blah. Um, People wanted to hear that, and the the club owner was able to sell tick, you know, ten bucks at the door and all that. Um, So that's where the money came from. Uh, You know what what I do now? I don't advertise that I play. Uh, covers, uh, although that's about eighty-five percent of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I'll remember until I get that thousand-dollar paycheck again. I'll remember the most money I ever made was uh, singing somebody else's music for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was very happy to hear this. He says, "Well, that that lady that helps me out. You know, in case we send gigs, she, she wants ten percent. We goes that's fine." <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think a lot of artists would say that. it tells me she's doing very well.
2: Well, I mean, you 10% know, ten percent
3: is a lot. Of, uh, it's a good chunk of money.
2: Well, actually, I mean, most booking agents charge 15. So she's. Oh, I don't
3: know. I don't know anything about the business as far yeah, as behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Oh, you know more than I do. Yes. So 15 is really the, the number they're looking at?
9: Yeah. Yeah. So 10 is low. Okay. 10 is low. Yeah. 10 is low. I know Paul Costley, who uh, Miss Amanda had mentioned. Um, is in the 15 percent range yeah. and uh, i mean he was he was one of the guys very early on that i knew he made a living as a booking agent you know yeah and he was also a heck of a drummer you know if yeah. you ever oh really do you remember the grinning lizards no <laughs> was, i don't that was paul costley's band ages and ages ago oh okay. Um, yeah he was with the grinning lizards and then i think he if I, uh, correct me if i'm wrong out there radio land but uh he switched to being a uh an Agent, yep, and was able to take 15% sending other people out to, to work. Yep, not um, not so costly, is it? Productions, not, yeah, productions. not yeah. so costly. Productions, and yep. um, he did do a thing uh for a while with Nate Comp and some other people. Oh, yes, um, uh, was it D Comp? Is that the name of the project? I think it was. Uh, yeah, Nate, Nate Comp's an incredible musician. One of those yep. people that uh, I remember when I first listened to him play, I was walking through a club and uh, I was like, gosh, gosh, <laughs> like. The guy was really, 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 really talented. And, you know, I, I see things through a different lens as a musician. You know, uh, my wife at the time was probably like, yeah, yeah, he's great. You know, he's got long hair. He, you know, He's a nice-looking guy. And I'm like, no, listen to the way he plays the bass. The guy is uh, somewhat phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he he had played with Paul for a while. It wasn't the grinning lizards. It was what you said. Uh, decomp. Decomp, I think. Uh, like decomposition. Yeah.
3: yeah. I, I think it's just a matter of time. It was... Somebody sees her one of her shows and she'll be signed by somebody. She's that good, I think.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's just a matter of time. But in but we live in an era where getting signed isn't even necessarily the goal. You know, I mean, you can build a following online, and actually, you have to to get. See, that's the, the thing about the music business now. Mm-hmm. You have to do that anyway to get signed. But if you build a large enough following online, and you're you know, it's and now it's all about downloads and streams. Uh, In addition to you know selling the the live experience which the pandemic, you know, kind of derailed for a while there But um, you know to even get signed by a label They want you to already have have done the work, you know There's no such thing as you know artist development anymore and all that
9: And it's bizarre how quickly it fell apart and turned it into this new um, uh, What do they call it paradigm? I guess for lack of a better word, you know a new mo that you know I'm old enough that I grew up they're like oh well you know go to Nashville or you know we'll go to Chicago and we'll get discovered and something will happen Mm -hmm. now it's you've got to make something happen and then you'll get noticed right um right and it's it I'm all at sea with that I really am are Um, you (laughs) yeah because I grew up in an era of well if I put myself out there somebody's going to notice me yeah they'll they'll take care of the rest i'm a musician so yeah. now it's you've got to be a business person a uh you know an it freak and uh you've, you you've got to have your fingers in a lot of pots where yes. it's just not like i heard this person sing, and we we're going to make money off them you know? right and she does
3: all the social media by herself
9: oh yeah yeah she's, she's, I, she's i mean that's that's a big part of her
2: success oh god is is you know understanding social media and did you ever tell to...
3: mike started a story about uh, how to get successful in doing a podcast what story so the, the guy there uh, the yeah, um, a famous name and he already had oh yeah
2: adam carolla yeah
3: you ever tell um mike Sutter about that
2: oh i don't think we've talked about that no i don't
3: believe we have.
2: What, what what eric is talking about is um, it's a good story well you know crazy joe used to call wanting to know how to be uh successful how to be famous uh yep. I noticed when I mentioned Crazy Joe, you put the clown nose on. Um, <laughs> hopefully he's listening. But, uh, or watching. Yes, or watching and watching. But, uh, yeah, you know, Joe asked me once, you know, how do you how do you uh, be successful as a podcaster? How do you get famous? And I'm like, well, you know, first of all, if I knew the answer to that and if it was that simple, I would be famous. And you wouldn't but, tell uh, him. <laughs> right, and I wouldn't tell him. That's no, true. Of not. That's true. <laughs> but uh, what Eric is referring to is I, I read, this was years ago when Adam Carolla... And he's still very successful with his podcast, The Adam Carolla Show. But Adam Carolla was the first guy to leave radio and go into strictly podcasting and to reach a million downloads and be very successful and to prove that you could actually be successful Mm -hmm. strictly online as a podcaster without being on FM radio. And um, somebody asked Adam Carolla in an interview once, because now there's so many podcasts, but even then... Because this was he was the number one guy at the time. Now it's clearly Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is yes. is the number one guy. But Carolla is probably still in the top ten as far as podcasts. Mm-hmm. But somebody asked him in an interview, "What's the secret? How do you be have a successful podcast?" And his answer was. Already be famous, yes, because if you're already famous, you're going to have an audience. If you're not already famous, it's going to be a, a long, slow grind, of course. Um, you know, and that's what I tried to tell Crazy Joe. Of course, Crazy Joe didn't get it, he's crazy, <laughs> he's crazy, yeah.
9: <laughs> but, um, but know, I mean, to, to, to be famous, and I mean, I don't know if they're two different things. Uh, where does the income stream come from? Is it uh. Advertising sales. Yes,
2: uh, basically, so, yeah, okay. yeah, and plus, you know, if you have a successful YouTube channel, you monetize the uh, YouTube channel, so then you get money via YouTube, which is actually how a lot of these, um, how a lot of these guys do it. Um, we have the windows open here, everybody. It's a hot day, but uh, it's very humid. But um, but yeah, it, it's um, but it's hard, you know. But the thing is with the music industry, it's. Um, I think it's easier in some ways now and harder in others it's easier in the sense that if you are savvy enough about social media or you know people who are you can hire people who are um and other ways of marketing online um it's it's a more level playing field in a sense because you don't have to have you don't have to have a record company and that's what i was saying earlier you don't have to have a record company show up with the big contract you know, that million-dollar deal. Of course, you end up having to pay a lot of that back through recruitment, Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. But yes, yes. you don't necessarily need that. You can actually, I mean, you know, there's people who've gone viral um, with their music without any any help. They've just been able to do it on their own. And that exists now, whereas that didn't exist before. So it's easier in that sense. It's a more of a level playing field in a certain regard. On the other hand, it's harder in the sense that, like Dirk Don from Arrogant Media, he says... And he says this about podcasting, but it applies to the music industry as well. He says when you start a new podcast, it's like peeing in an ocean of pee yeah. <laughs> because there's already so much content. Oh, man. And it's the same thing with the music industry. You know, yes, you might go viral with your music without the help of, of uh, a company, a music, comp- music uh, uh, label or, or some other company. You might, but but you're competing with not only are you now competing with all the other music that's out there yes. you're competing with you know a youtube video of adorable kittens or you know or whatever else is out there that yes. people might be paying attention to your competition literally is the entire rest of the internet
9: yeah and, and that's you know that's ginormous you know it's yeah. uh, and it's frustrating uh, you know to use my silly little self as an example you know where do i begin to start I've had, it's, it took me a year to get together a bio and something to send. So if you say, hey, my brother owns a bar in Connecticut, can you send him something? Mm-hmm. It took me a long time just to get my head around that. Yeah. Um, I was just used to, hey, my brother owns a bar in Connecticut, can you play Saturday? Yeah, I'm happy, to. I'll go down and play. But to actually uh, cultivate business, you know, do the marketing side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my undergrads in marketing, and I, I said, well, what do I do? D- do I put together a cassette? a mixtape <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, i'm 55 so i did mixtapes like yeah well, we'll put together a tape send them a tape and a 8x10 glossy black and white picture you know yeah and now it's you know do you have content it's all digital they've, they've and... got stuff now and you have to pay for it like dear amanda who said she had to pay 300 bucks to get her own .com name yeah um i'm looking at something now that it's it's a business card um, and you send somebody a business card and they swipe it on their phone yep. and it has three songs on it, a couple of pictures of you and a bio. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, oh yeah. I
3: bet she has that. I bet. Yeah. I'm sure she, probably she does, does. Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah
9: okay. Well, I guess I should get them. So I looked into it and they're like, all right, so for $300, you can get 60 of them. Yeah. Um, wow. so that seemed real pricey to me. Um, and I don't like the pay to play thing, but if that's what it is, but I'm, underneath my feet is so squishy yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, the, yeah. like do i do i invest in this and do i send out these 60 cards for 300 bucks and people are like, great or do they say oh a nice business card and throw it in the trash or do yeah. they swipe it on their phone uh, it's a real leap of faith uh but the platform's there man and it is I, yeah. I, if 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 somebody's expecting that and wants <laughs> that you gotta you gotta have it in hand
2: I wish we had more time cuz this is a great conversation but we're we're out of time. Oh no, already? Mike Sutter, thank you so much. You're
9: very welcome man. You'll, I appreciate being here.
2: You'll be uh Friday night at the Hop Knot as Friday Grant night Lampton. I will
9: be right across the street as I uh, I can see it playing for Kenny and Jesse and his girlfriend Morgan who has replaced Trudy in the kitchen and they're they're all great people and super sure. super nice. Trudy's to me. not there anymore. No that's my understanding, yes. She has uh, moved on to other things. Is, oh, wow. Is my understanding. Yeah, she, she's, uh, she's still
3: part of that commercial. She is. Yes, you can yes. still yes. hear her sweet She'll voice. she always live in the commercial.
2: That's right. She'll always. I'm sorry to commercial. hear that. Wow. That's right. <laughs> Breaking
3: news. E- EZG, thank you so much. Yeah, real quick, well, Amanda... Uh, real she, quick. She posted one time, she goes, if there's one person or 100,000 people, you need to perform excellent every night. That's right. No matter who's in the audience. Treat every show like it's
2: Madison Square Garden. Right. Yes, she is excellent. Absolutely. Thank you, uh, Amanda and Tom. And if you missed any part of today's show, it'll be up in just a little bit at WMNHRadio.org. And that's it for us for now. Thanks, everybody. Talk Thanks, at man, you later. Justin, ciao. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall—all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over two million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at BathFitterPodcasts.com
0: and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, thirty-five years of better bath remodels.